Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council. It is absolutely necessary that we all get together, we work together, we respect each other, we like and love each other. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and Internet history. I'm getting tired of people running from me in the ring. Mike Tyson, uh, Holyfield, you a bunch of bums. Stand up and be a man and fight a real fighter. Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports by Lion Studios. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC-TV. Often imitated, but take my word for it, never duplicated. 37, make that 30 plus years now, being on top. My name is Pedro Fernandez, and I'm your modest host, of course. Welcome to the show. Uh, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. As I said, often imitated, but never duplicated. What I mean by that is, I was the original podcast. That's right. When I did this, this internet thing, I started this internet thing doing boxing on the internet back in 1992. Whoa, whoa. Back in 1992, straight up. I've been around a little bit, so straight, we should have some fun this hour. Of course, this is one hour of the Saturday show. Canelo Alvarez in action last week, looking all but spectacular, of course, and taking a, a good undefeated fighter out. And some people tried to say that the Caleb fought uh, scared. I thought he fought respectful, and I think that that's just the way to put it. Of course, my man, <laughs> Raleigh Romero, of course, the articulate one that he isn't, said that he fought scared. And, of course, Tiafimo Lopez corrected him afterwards and said that he fought very respectful of Canelo. Yeah, maybe overly respectful, because you know what? You gotta go. You gotta go for it. I mean, sometime in a fight, you have to go for it. If you're fighting Godzilla, you've got to make a move at some point in time. Okay, Caliplant, he was sort of content to try to box and look for his opportunities. I don't try. I'm not trying to say he had the wrong strategy, but then again, what strategy could he have used to prevail? Probably none. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Open phone lines around the planet. I open this up at the top of each hour, just once. One eight hundred eight seven eight seven five two nine. That's one eight hundred. 878-7529. Of course, that's the listener line. If you want to text us here in the studio, the text line, 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. You are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide from the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. Girl. 
Here's a COVID-19 update pertaining to cruise travel. Everyone wants to get away and go on a vacation. But let's face it, there's a COVID fear factor out there. But here's some good news. Taking a cruise is probably the safest place you can be right now. All cruise lines have initiated very thorough testing requirements for all passengers and employees. They've also enhanced their air filtration systems, continual cleaning of the cruise ships, and have much stricter occupancy limitations. What that means for you is you can have peace of mind knowing you can have a wonderful vacation on a cruise ship without putting yourself in a severe risk of getting sick. Make your cruise vacation plans now. Call and let one of Viva Voyage's cruise experts help you find the safest cruise package at the lowest rates of the year. 800-585-4760-800-585-4760-800-585-4760. That's 800-585-4760. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. I need a tech gift my wife can use at home, the office, or on the road. It's possible with Staples Connect. I need a gift for the person who has everything. Everything, including a super thoughtful daughter. Also possible because Staples Connect has the innovative tech gifts your loved ones need to work and learn from anywhere. Like right now, save up to $50 on select Apple AirPods. This holiday, explore what's new at your local Staples store or staplesconnect.com. Staples Connect, the working and learning store. Ends 1120, limit two while supplies last. iHeartRadio, an app so powerful. It holds 20 million songs from 450,000 artists. Thousands of the best live radio stations, custom stations, and stations created just for you. It's anywhere and it's everywhere. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download the app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I'm sorry for anyone I let down with this performance. I promise you I wanted this more than anything. I didn't make it to the WBC convention. It's going to start on Monday, and it doesn't look, doesn't look like I'm going to be able to make it down there. The United States Passport Office said Thursday was a holiday, a federal holiday, so I couldn't get a rush uh, passport. I didn't realize my passport expired, but then again, you know, when you're, not, when you're not traveling all the time, you don't think about stuff like that. But bottom line is, I'm not going to the WBC convention. I wish Mauricio and the entire crew down the crew down there in Mexico City um, the best of luck as far as the convention is concerned. Of course, they're always great events when the WBC puts them on. First class all the way. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, as I said, often imitated but never duplicated. We take it to the Bronx and bring in the Bronx bomber himself, Mr. Socrates Palmer, Boxing's PhD. And sir, let's talk about Canelo Alvarez's performance last week. On a, on a scale of 1 to 10, I give him about a 9. 
Yeah. Um, I'm good. For the sake of uh, not sounding redundant, Canelo Alvarez is pretty good. <laughs> He's, he is sizzle. He has a sizzle and, and brings the stake at the end of the day. Uh, great performance by Canelo Alvarez against a very good fighter. Um, I didn't give Canelo, I didn't give Caleb Plant a chance to win, but I knew he was going to be a solid opponent. Uh, you, you know, you know, it's, it's sort of tough is that I was talking this morning with Hector about it. I, I, mean, I never went into a fight where I was scared of and I, I knew I was going to lose. You know what I'm saying? I, I never went into a fight like that. But I wonder how that is as a professional. I've talked about this time and time again, especially when you're the opponent and you're not making $10 million. You're the opponent making 100 bucks a round and you're coming in from Tijuana to fight some guy in San Francisco or something like that. But I wonder what it's like to mentally realize you're not going to win. I, I've ne- I ne- It never crossed my mind ever. Yeah, I mean, watching at home, can tell by the fifth round that Caleb Plant really had nothing for Canelo, you know, nothing to fear. And he's Canelo and his team have a game plan and they stick to it. You know, they don't care about the scoreboard, you know, because boxing isn't, you know, we, it's, it's not, it's not like basketball. You know, if you're down 30 early, you're probably going to lose by 30. No, little by little chip, they kept ch- chipping away at Caleb Plant. The pressure, not really volume-wise, you know, just the mental pressure and that that Canelo puts on a fighter is is just as um, effective as, as physical punches because you know if you make a mistake, it's a wrap, and that's what happened to Caleb Plant, you know. And those punches that were a lot of of, of people that were looking to knock Canelo and people that were cheerleading having Caleb Plant ahead due to these little pity pat shots <laughs> didn't realize those shots to the hip. Those shots of the arm, they hurt. <laughs> and, and that's why Canelo was able to score a devastating knockout. He broke his man down. And he is probably the biggest difference between him and, and, and Chavez, because Chavez was still a, a, was a masterful guy in cutting off the ring. And, and Canelo still doesn't do that to me. Um, he still kind of follows guys around. But the devastating power you know, that he hits people with just takes their will. And, and, and you saw that. Last week, um, he's the best in the world, hands down. Without a doubt. And, of course, uh, there's a lot of guys that want to step up and fight him. One of the young men is the undefeated lad, of course, who's going to be on TV tonight, David Benavides. Uh, you know, I'm I'm high on him, and then I'm not so high on him, because I guess because he had, had the coke issues and this and that. And I just, I don't know. It's not that I, I don't want to give him a second chance or a third chance or whatever it is. I mean, I think he's he's, he's got some great abilities as a fighter. I just don't know if the intangibles are going to um, bring him down. In other words, even if he had the talent, the skill, and the heart, and the will to beat Canelo Alvarez maybe in a year from now, um, would he be able to put it all together mentally? That's a, that's a, you know, that's a great way you put it. I, I do think that you do need that intangible to beat Canelo, and, and it starts from the head up. You know, One thing is to have a game plan and, and to execute it, but Everyone's got a plan until they get hit, right? And in the face. Benavidez, yeah, Benavidez, style-wise, him and Canelo, I mean, it's a can't-miss fight, you know, but Canelo has that extra gear, you know, in terms of footwork. I think Canelo adapts to his opponents. Um, when he's fought guys like Billy Joe Saunders and Caleb Plant, he knew those guys didn't have much as far as punching power. Benavidez could hurt you, you know, and he throws a, a whole lot of shots. So I think you would probably see more of a, of a of a boxer 
in a, a boxing, um, maybe a little bit more cautious from Canelo. And Benavides' feet are very slow. So if that fight ever happens, you know, that that's what leads me to believe that despite Benavides being a very dangerous opponent, I don't know if he's got the, the, the foot speed to keep up with him. And, and let's face it, he came in overweight yesterday. No, 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 no. It was 168 with a pound. I listen. I make time out. The reason why I'm jumping up and down about that because I remember one time down in Modesto, they I made 140 and they screamed. They were jumping around, all kinds of crazy stuff. No, 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 no. It was 139, give or take a pound. Okay. And when you say to give or take, I'm gonna take. Gotcha, gotcha. So I stand corrected, and I apologize, but. His work ethic outside of the ring has to be questioned. And like you said, you know, everyone deserves a second chance. I mean, parting got caught up, you know, some coke in the system. It hasn't happened since. Um, he's got a late replacement. Um, he should look impressive and take care of business. And hopefully uh, he's screaming at, at the end of the night that he wants a shot at Canelo. It's probably, you know, the best fight out there. Uh, or uh, Alvarez. For the record, cocaine only stays in your system 72 hours. I mean, unless you take a hair test, and that's like go back months. But I'm trying to say 72 hours is in your system. So these guys are getting popped. These guys who do test positive for cocaine, they're getting popped within 72 hours of getting high. Which is kind of scary. Yes. I mean, if you're in the middle of camp and you're doing blow, you know, that's, uh, I don't know what to tell you. The way, I mean, hey, take hey, a free workout. Kid Akeem Antofashi fought Robert Kuroga. I'm getting these names right. For the IBF 115-pound title, and it was back in the 90s. It was a pay-per-view event that, uh, that uh, Cedric Kushner, the late Cedric Kushner, put on for $14.99. It was cool. It was cool. Coming from Albuquerque, I think, uh, or somewhere in Texas. Anyway, um, Akeem gets knocked out. He was winning the fight. He gets knocked out about the 13th, 14th round, and he's laying there, and they cart him out in a stretcher and this and that. Anyway, on the way to the hospital, they took off his cup, and they found some cocaine in his cup. Okay, so he didn't want to separate himself from the cocaine. Another guy by the name of Tony Willis fought for the WBC light heavyweight title against Dennis Andrews. I'm getting these names right. Man, they're working today. My brain brain is working. And um, down in Arizona, and uh, I was in his dressing room after the fight. Emmanuel Stewart had him at that point in time. And I was in his dressing room after the fight. And and when he came out, I noticed a a lump in his sock, you know, down in his sock. And I used to put, like, autographs in my socks and things like that and all kinds of little good luck charms. and But it wasn't a good luck charm. It was a ball of cocaine. Wow, that's that's some stuff. <laughs> and another time, I saw Roger Mayweather take the drug test for Tony Willis in in Las Vegas, in Nevada. I mean, they took the the commissioner came in and gave him the glass to pee in, right? And then he left. I was wild. I what kind of what, what kind of <laughs> testing is this, man? What time out? So I couldn't believe it. So they passed the glass around. I couldn't piss in the glass because you know if I did, it would have tested positive for weed. But um, uh, I couldn't <laughs> pee in the glass. I was chuckling. He was looking around for candy. So Roger stepped up, and Roger was cleaning up to pee in the jar. That's wow. That's boxing, That's, baby. That is boxing. Wow. That, that is some, boxing. Well, baby. I mean, I, you know. You would think that that wouldn't happen in 2021, that the commission would be a little bit more... Uh, diligent. Diligent and, and not just there I to collect a check. It. The guy came in. I'll never forget it. The guy came in with a cup. He goes, here, this is for you. He hands it to him, this and that. And, and the guy looks around and the guy leaves. And, and wait, 
I think between you and I, Sock, I think it was a setup. I think that they knew he was that they, they knew what time it was, and they really didn't want to face any public ridicule. They didn't want to pull the fight to the last minute, and he wasn't going to win the whole nine yards. So they let him do his thing, and then they sort of shut up about it. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, better for the fight to go on, and and and, uh, and and better for the fight to go on, the event to go on, and and everybody get paid because people don't realize when fights get canceled, little old ladies suffer. Would I always say that because you know you you take care of your mother if you're getting like ten grand or you're getting right. some money all of a sudden you can't take care of your mom. That's right. You, you know, don't so, fight. You don't get paid. Yeah, the trickle down Absolutely. effect is pretty heavy. Anyway, after the break, let's go to an early break, Cuddy. After the break, we will talk about, of course, Gennady, uh, Gennady Golovkin, Triple G, talking about fighting the Japanese guy Murata. I don't know. I'm not too high on Murata. I never was. Anyway, bottom line is. We'll talk about that and more on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, the boxing's PhD, boxing's true PhD. Mr. Socrates Palmer Jr. will stay with us. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and a live uh, stream on Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel. Straight up, this is Ring Talk. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. That's 800-817-2968. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than 1000 If you owe the IRS 5000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. 
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You know, I'm just excited, uh, just excited to be back. I wish we could do a fight every night. You know me, Pedro. Yeah, I know you, buddy. That was Nick Charles, formerly of CNN, Showtime, ESPN, you name it. Nick was the man. The man with the most beautiful head of hair in the entire world. He was, he was it. Girls used to watch him on TV and go, oh, the hair. May he rest in peace. Nick Charles, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check out your inside look into the world of boxing and MMA. Let's talk about talking. We're not going to talk about boxing here. We're going to talk about talking because a lot of boxers have become professional talkers. Case in point, Teofimo Lopez, undefeated lightweight champion, acquired that title, of course, by beating the seemingly invincible although I did bet on him. Um, Vasil Lomachenko, of course, he would de- defeated him over 12 rounds. Pretty decisive one-sided fight there as far as I was concerned, uh, as far as the scorecards were concerned. But at the end of the day, he's going to have allegedly a fight uh, later this month with George Cambrosis, a cat from uh, Australia. And then he says he wants to move to 140 pounds. Well, this talking has got me irritated and it's got everybody up in arms. Why do I say this? Because... You know, he's a 135-pound linear champion. He's got the WBC super title, the ring magazine title, the titles that matter, okay? And guess what? He wants to move up to 140 pounds. Where's the greatness in this kid? I mean, greatness is staying at a weight and dominating a weight, not jumping around from weight class to weight class to weight class, back and forth, this and that. I think that Teofimo Lopez is a guy who's just going to talk his way out of big money paydays because either he's scared of, of, of Devin Haney and Ryan Garcia and these guys 135 pounds or... I don't know what more to say. I mean, what, what more can it be? If you wanted to really reign supreme at 135 pounds, you would either beat Lomachenko once again, of course, probably, probably, you know, if that was to happen, and then, of course, take on the other two guys that I just mentioned. But then again, you don't hear him mentioning that Devin Haney's fighting Jojo Diaz, I think, next month, and we'll see what happens there. But straight up, 135 pounds is where it's at. But one of the big talkers in boxing, another big talker in boxing, Anthony Joshua, talked his way out of a, a trillion-dollar fight with uh, Tyson Fury. Decided he was going to sneak in one more fight on his um, Sky Sports contract so he can get away from that and go to the zone. And what happens? He gets beat up. I mean, he got lit up like the White House Christmas tree. I mean, Oleg Lusik beat him up. There was no no, no disputing that decision after 12 rounds. I don't care who you were. All right, just showed how limited Anthony Joshua was. And, yes, I was high on Joshua, the 2012 Olympic gold medals. That being said, we go back to boxing's PhD, Socrates Palmer. Um, I'm tired of guys talking. Do you feel me? Yeah, and in in the era that we're in, uh, it's a lot easier to talk. I mean, social media, uh, everyone now is uh, com. You know, everyone's got a, a platform. So and fighters are not shy. You know, they'll stick a, cam- uh, a cell phone in your face and 
you know, they'll say anything. Um, we, the best fights seem to be happening on Twitter and on Instagram, and it's it's bad for the sport. Uh, I think that I'm kind of on board with you with with Tefima Lopez. Uh, he does have some unfinished unfinished business. Uh, Lots I think of. He'd be, yeah, he does. He definitely does. And I think if if he fought those guys at, at a heavier weight class, I don't think you're going to see the best of them. You know, I think this is the all those guys are natural lightweights. Despite Devin Haney being the larger out of all of them, he's got a big frame. And Tefimo's not a huge guy at all, mm-hmm. but you know he's he's thick. And maybe he's having trouble making that 135. Maybe he doesn't like it anymore. Doesn't want to put that extra effort. He's married now. I don't know. He's look. He might be looking to to cash out soon. Yeah. Um, Josh Taylor is a big 140. I don't. But Josh Taylor is limited. Josh Taylor's limited, but I think you know I'm a big Lopez fan, but I think he lights him up. I think he's I think he's a little bit too big for, for Teofimo, to be oh, honest with okay. you. I think lightweight he, he definitely has some unfinished business with Devin Haney. Uh, they put on you know good back and forth on the zone. It's good as far as hyping up hyping hyping up a potential fight. Hopefully, they both take care of business uh, in the next coming month, and we get that fight in the spring. Okay. Um, my man, <laughs> Frank Warren, doesn't isn't happy with the fact that uh, British sports or BC sports, whatever it is, is uh, BT sports, is going to be going to zone. He says his contract is with uh, the other company, and he might walk away. Is he just trying to renegotiate his new contract? I think so. I mean, Frank Warren, I'm sure, has made a lot of money, and I don't think you know he's working because he wants to work, um, but. I think yeah, it's that's one of the best ways to negotiate, right? So to make that type of threat. Um, you, you, you do know about Frank Warren's boxing career, right? Please tell me. Sorry, okay, no, well, I, I mean, he had he had a one side he had a one sided route with Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson beat the snot out of him in a hotel room <laughs> in the UK one time. Just beat the absolute you know what out of him. And mm-hmm. another guy whose name and I'm slipping right now, but shot him. Um, and he was a, a junior well Terry Marsh. A junior welterweight from San, yes. from uh, from the UK. There's no doubt in my mind that Terry Marsh shot him. Terry Marsh all but admitted it to me when I said to him, "Did you shoot Frank Warren?" And he looked at me and winked his eyes and said, "Why would you think that?" And he winked it like ten times. <laughs> I mean, why would you think that? Because the guy looked just like you without him. It was like Terry Marsh with a mask. Okay. Um, I asked Warren about that one time. He didn't want to talk about it. But Frank, yeah, Frank Warren's went up against two fighters. He's zero and two. Oh, it's okay. He's, he should do his fighting in the boardroom. All right. What about Gennady Golovkin and Murata? Is, um, why isn't, why isn't Canelo doing his thing the third time with, or doing a third time with, with Gennady Golovkin? Isn't that really a, one of the bigger fights out there? He seems to not even mention his name anymore. Uh, you know, it's, it's 50 50. You know, some people are kind of tired of it. I mean, it's like they don't want to see a third fight. Some mm-hmm. people are kind of dismissing Golovkin. That he would just, you know, get annihilated by Canelo. But let's face it, he's the only guy that has gone 24 rounds with Canelo Alvarez. And yes, Canelo Alvarez has gotten better. And, and you can say Golovkin's gotten older. Maybe he declined a little bit. If that third fight happens, he'd have to come up to 168 pounds uh, to, to do it. You know, Golovkin's a Hall of Famer in my estimate, in, in my eyes. You know, he, he he's... And what I respect about him that he's fought his entire career at the same weight, and, mm-hmm. and at 39 years old, he still he still has that discipline. 
Yep. He's got a fight lined up against Murata, uh, who's a good fighter. But, I mean, can I take a shot at the WBA? Is it? I mean, the WBA has a guy that hasn't fought as a champion, that hasn't, that hasn't fought in almost two years, and he's a champ. The WBA has my good buddy, Sergio Martinez, ranked number three. No! Yes! No, not the Sergio Martinez who used to be the world champion. It's like 45 years old. Unless there's another Sergio Martinez. I mean, oh, it's crazy. Okay, well, here's the scoop. Here's the scoop. We we don't have any sponsorship with WBA, right? No, no, but I do want to say this, okay? Um, I'm the next WBA ratings I'm coming out where I'm, I'm ranked number four at heavyweight. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'll, I'll make Bridger. How's that? Oh, well, I, you can make the Bridger gate, but, um, I, I, I'm, bottom line is I'll be number four as a heavyweight because heavyweight is concerned. The WBA is, of course, under, uh, the WBC sponsored this show. The WBA is right. under a lot of heat from the Association of Boxing Commissions. Of course, they've had to redo their ratings. They did their heavyweight ratings. They did October and then they did November first and then they did November 2nd. They did two sets of heavyweight ratings in two days. Why? I don't know. Um, nefarious, say what you want. Bottom line is, Murata and Triple G are going to collide in the quest in December, I guess, in the, in Germany. And no, take it back. In Japan, Golovkin 41, 1 and 1. Of course, he won loss and the one draw to, to, uh, to the aforementioned, uh, Canelo Alvarez. Murata, 16 and 2, 13 kills. You know, Japan's always had a soft spot with the WBA. I mean, they just always, they've always had, the Orient has always enjoyed a, a lucrative, uh, I guess is the way I want to put it, a lucrative relationship with the WBA. This is a classic example. If he, ha- if he hasn't fought in two years and they didn't declare his va- title vacant, what does that tell you? Yeah, I mean, he's a good fighter. It's not a knock. It's not a knock on him. And and, and actually, the, the uh, Golovkin and Murata really decorated amateur fighters, so it's going to be a good fight. Okay. Uh, Murata showed me something coming back after that loss against Brandt, uh, okay. the middleweight from... Uh, Minnesota. Okay. Tonight, showtime, November 13th. David Benavidez and Kyrone Davis. Davis being the last minute substitute, 169 pounds. What happens real quick? What do you think? Uh, Benavidez looks spectacular and he breaks him down and wins somewhere between round six. And he stops him. Okay. Am I the only guy that sort of feels sorry for Gabe Rosado that he put, they keep putting him in these, these fights that he really is not supposed to win? Of course, he's taking on Jaime McGee tonight, 160 pounds. He's a, he's a solid fighter, Rosado. A hundred percent correct. Yes. And that's the fight of the day. I mean, Gabe Rosado, he, he's really hard not to root, not to root, uh, root for, root for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he's, um, he's always gives a good effort. Uh, and that's what fight fans really respect at the end of the day that, that, that you have a guy that's out there to win. Um, he came in as the underdog, uh, against the guy from Uzbekistan and delivered one of the knockouts of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Back in the summer, I think it was in June, and he's right back you know, against Jaime Munguia, and he is going to test Munguia big time. Uh, like you said, he's not expected to win. To me, he's got to frustrate Munguia. He's got to take Munguia late and late, steal some rounds, and be careful because he has shown uh, times where he's been dropped. Okay. It's hard to pick against Munguia, but I'll definitely be rooting for Gabe Rosado. Should be a great fight. We got like 30 seconds left. Your boy Demetrius Andrade is going to fight next week. Um, should I want to watch that? 
If there's nothing else, what are you going to oh! watch? The, 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 oh! the dart, you going to watch oh! the dart championship on the zone? If there's nothing <laughs> else. Oh, oh, that's boxing's PhD telling it like it is, folks. Mr. Socrates Palmer Jr. Say hello to Sebastian and the entire crew. We'll talk soon. Thank you, my brother. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday. The one, the only, boxing's PhD Socrates Palmer exclusively appearing on Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a sports byline presentation. Try it straight up. Uh, Ring Talk returns after the break. Uh, we'll take three minutes, of course, take a break. We'll come back after the break. We'll talk boxing and a little MMA as well. You are tuned. And we'll talk about some more talking. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. When you want to protect your IRA or 401k, don't trust it to just anyone's hands. It's your money. You earned it, and you deserve the best protection available. That's where Augusta Precious Metals comes in. We've provided gold and silver IRAs to thousands of Americans, including Joe Montana himself, the Hall of Fame quarterback. Augusta is trusted by all these people because we have a simple process requiring little more than a phone call to book an appointment for a one-on-one web conference on the benefits of buying gold inside your IRA. Our objective, to educate you on the economy and on the way Americans are using gold as an important part of their wealth protection plans. So do what Joe Montana did. Protect your IRA with gold and silver. Call Augusta Precious Metals right now. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427. Palio Restaurant has been the premier Italian restaurant serving downtown San Francisco since 1990. Palio features fine Italian fare and a Wine Spectator award-winning wine list, so there is no surprise that it's been voted best overall restaurant in San Francisco by San Francisco locals. Palio has been in business for over 30 years and recently went through a complete remodel. Our guests can expect to receive the same excellence in food and service that has sustained us for 30 years in a brand new and more modern space. Our 250-plus seat restaurant includes seating in four distinct spaces, making social distancing while dining easy in our establishment. All precautions are taken by staff to ensure a safe dining experience. Open Monday through Saturdays, reservations are recommended. Visit paliosf.com to view our menus and make a reservation today. That's paliosf.com, P-A-L-I-O-S-F.com. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759. 800-449-1759. 800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council. Right here on Sports Byline. 
Let the boys harmonize a little bit here. Tower of Power, Circuit 2007. Larry Bragg's on lead. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check out Tower of Power at towerofpower.com. Of course, rocking and rolling, 50 years of funk. Those guys got it going on. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing, MMA. Of course, talking about talkers. And I singled out Tiafimo Lopez because of the fact that he's talking about moving to 140 pounds after fighting George Cambosis. Now, I know the fight with Cambosis has been canceled six times or postponed six different times. It's got to be a record. It's got to be a record for a prize fight. I can't ever remember in my lifetimes or reading about a fight being postponed six different times. But it was supposed to take place uh, next week. And, of course, it's for the lightweight championship. There's nobody other than Tiafimo as a lightweight champion. Straight up, I mean, Devin Haney can call himself the WBC title holder or this and that or a fraction, a fractionary champion. But the bottom line is <clears throat> Tiafimo's king. Until he gets beat, he's the champion, 135 pounds. Now, he wants to move to 140. I'm against that because I said unfinished business at 135. Devin Haney. I didn't mention Ryan Garcia, my favorite guy. Everybody says, ah, oh, knock on Everybody's trashing Ryan. Ryan, of course, hurt his hand. He hurt his mind. He's got some uh, emotional issues he's, he's come up with in the past eight or nine months. But the bottom line is he seemed to have been over them. He was back in training, and he hurt his right hand. So he, he's had surgery, I believe, on his wrist. So he's going to be out maybe six or seven months. He'll come back in the middle part of 2022. And hopefully he'll come back a focused young man to where he can get his career back on track because I think that kid was he was headed for something. I thought he was headed for possible greatness. Hector said he was headed for a knockout loss, but the bottom line is he was headed for something, no doubt about it. So you've got Mejia going with Rosado tonight. Mejia is about a 5-1 to one favorite. That's long odds. 5-1 to one's a long odds. Canelo was a 10-1 to one favorite last week in some sports books. I talked about him being a 4-1 to one favorite because I had seen the odds at 4-1, to one. <clears throat> and then it jumped up to 10-1, to one. so Calo Plant didn't have too many latecomers betting on him. <clears throat> the other fight today, of course, is uh, Tim Zhu. Of course, he is Nick Dabak is going to take place next week. Tim Zhu beating the uh, the son of Kashidu, the former world junior welterweight champion. Of course, he had that big fight with Zab Judah there in Las Vegas when Zab got mad when the referee Jay Nady stopped the fight. Jay Nady stands about six foot five. He's like two hundred and seventy pounds. Dude's a beast, okay? Just a and he's fast. Okay. Um he he picked up the stool. Did he try to throw the, the stool, the the box, the ring corn, the ring stool, try to throw it at the referee or something like that. Anyway, that was a nice Zab Judah act like a fool. But Kashidu, of course, the world junior welterweight champion, <clears throat> a man in Oscar De La Hoya voted avoided like HIV. Believe me he did. Anyway, Tim Zhu, his son, undefeated, one hundred and fifty four pounds, gonna take on Takushi Inoy. That's gonna go down of course next week in Australia. After that they want to talk about a Canelo fight. How can, I mean, why is Jeff Fennick, why is Fight News giving him any play or any press whatsoever when he's talking about pushing a junior middleweight up to super middleweight? That's 14 pounds. Like, yeah, 14 pounds, 144 to 168. That's a long way. So you're talking about that, just trying to get some publicity. So at the end of the day, Jeff Fennick, is he on drugs again? Jeff, I'm just kidding. You are tuned, I'm just kidding. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're, you're inside looking to the world of boxing. I mean, of course, there's other fights coming up later in the month. The 27th, I said Tiafimo Lopez is going to go with George Cambosis. I thought it was, I thought it was going to happen next week, but I guess it's going to be the week after. Brandon Figueroa on the 27th going up against Stephen Fulton. That's going to be a good fight. Figueroa and Fulton both fight. Um, as far as the Devin Haney situation, starting December the 4th, he's taking on Jojo Diaz, or Joseph Diaz. Diaz, I believe, is a once-beaten young man. He could fight. He's got some skills. He will push Devin Haney, I believe, to an extent. At least he will test Devin Haney as far as how... How legit is Devin Haney? When he used to be called the the email champion and Instagram champion, that kind of good stuff. You know, that stuff was fun, you know, sort of funny this and that. But 
He's another guy that does a lot of talking. I don't know if his father's doing all the talking for him or if his father's really in control of his career because he just he doesn't seem to make any make the right moves at the right time. And he's been around a while now. He's like 25 years old, 26 years old, 25 and know, Of course, the uh, a WBC title holder at 135. There's a couple of them at 135, but he's one of them. He's one of the big names at 135. But you know, we'll see what happens when he goes up against Joe Joe Diaz. Diaz is supposed to be bringing it all, but they say Diaz, Diaz might be a little small in stature as far as size is concerned when he matches up with Devin Haney. The rest of the year, of course, 2021. The 5th of December, Javante Davis taking on Isaac Cruz. Isaac Cruz stepping in at the last minute, of course, uh, not the last minute, but with a month to go because they pulled my man Raleigh Romero. They pulled Raleigh because he was accused of uh, sexual assault by one, two, three, four, five, six women. Yeah, yeah, six women. So if you get caught, if you get accused by one, maybe you could like, yeah, but when he gets to the six, it's sort of like something's wrong. Something's definitely wrong. So Stephen Espinosa. The czar, the Showtime boxing czar, he decided he was going to pull a Romero out of that. Romero still the WBA mandatory at 135 pounds for Davis. If Davis were to stay at 135 pounds, he possibly could fight him next year. But um, Davis is taking on, you know, I, I, you want Gervonta Davis in big fights. I'm not trying to say Isaac Cruz isn't a big fight, but Isaac Cruz is a guy I think that's coming up in weight, and he's probably be outsized. Anytime you're giving up size to uh, – to uh to Javante Davis, man, it's 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 a nightmare. Ask Leo Santa Cruz. Leo Santa Cruz gave up gave up size and was boxing his ears until bang. Once once listen, Tank walks through your stuff. Once he walks through your stuff and disrespects you and doesn't respect you anymore, he's gonna get you. It's either you or him. And guess what? Right now, I'm going with Tank until he gets beat. Why do I say that? Well, it depends on the matches, but definitely with Cruz. I think he's a rollover Cruz. I think this fight will probably go about eight or nine rounds, and he'll collect an inside-the-distance win. That's just the way I see it. As far as Chris Eubank Jr. is concerned, he's going on the 11th of next month. You know, I'm not a big fan of Chris Eubank Sr. I mean, the best thing he ever did in my lifetime was when he wore that monocle. I took a picture of him wearing a monocle one time. You know, like, you know, when, you, when you're a rich old white guy and you put that little little single eyeglass up in your eye? Well, he had a monocle for a while. I thought that was a little cool. But outside of the monocle... Wasn't too impressive. 168-pound champion of WBO and 160 pounds, I believe. So Chris Eubank, I shouldn't disrespect him in his abilities, but I just didn't like the way he carried himself. So straight up, his his kids go on the 11th. Now, the 11th, the WBC bantamweight champion. <clears throat> what can I say? 40 years old. The upset winner last time, taking out that undefeated guy from uh, Europe. We'll talk about Nonito, the Filipino nightmare, Domera. Call him what you want. <sighs> He's 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 back, and he's a formidable foe for anybody. 118 pounds, of course. He he took the the monster Inoy, took the monster Inoy to the edge of the cliff of death, broke some bones in his face, but didn't get the decision after 12 rounds. Maybe that's a fight they want to do one more time. But at the end of the day, Nonito Donaire has done more than you can imagine. A Hall of Famer, no doubt about that. And I think it was July 7th. 2007, he knocked out Victor Archinian, and Victor Archinian was 112-pound champion of the IBF at that time. They were fighting for the IBF title, so he knocks out Archinian about the 7th or 8th round to claim the title, and Victor Archinian was so knocked out that after the fight, he didn't remember being knocked out. That's why you don't interview fighters, interview guys after they get hurt or they've been knocked out. You try not to because you never know what's going to come out of their mouth. Like at the time, I interviewed uh, Johnny Tapio. We're we're in two we're in El Paso, Texas. So I've got this big co- this big arena. I think called they called it the Cox Arena or something like that. 
But there was this big Coors Arena, something like that. This big arena, I guess they held about 15,000 people. And Johnny had about 10,000 people in the house. He didn't do look that good in the fight, but he ended up winning the fight on the judge's scorecard. So I said something like to Johnny, like uh, starting off the interview, Hey, John, congratulations. You know, we've been a lot of years we've been doing this together, isn't it? And he goes, what the F are you talking about? Blah, 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 blah. So you never know what's going to happen as far as an interview is concerned. But Johnny Tapia, definitely the wildest interview going. As far as wild interviews in boxing is concerned concern today, there really aren't anybody. I saw Tapia was a bit of a nut. I mean, he was a stone-cold nut. Camacho, the macho man, Hector Camacho, he tried to entertain you. He was an entertainer. I mean, he was able to do impressions once in a while. And, of course, see, I told you one time he called my ex-wife and gave her a bad time on the phone because she wouldn't let me talk to my daughter when I was trying to call long distance from Atlantic City to uh, San Francisco back in the days when, you know, like $10 a minute or $10 for three minutes, something like that. Anyway, bottom line is Hector was a sweetheart when Hector was on. But when Hector was off, Hector was the ugliest guy you ever want to be around. I mean, he just was. That one time I had to beg him to come fight, we weren't going to get paid if he didn't come fight in Puerto Rico. Uh, he was going to fight... Jorge Vaca, he didn't want to come to the fights. He just didn't want to. I had to beg him. I had to beg him. So listen, man, they're going to, the child support my kid. No, I've been here a month and a half. I got to get paid. I got to get paid. I got to get paid. All your fans are waiting for you. All your fans are waiting for you. A couple more snorts. And then Camacho was off to the, uh, off to the arena where I think they ended in the second round technical draw or something like that. He headbutted Jorge Vaca. But you know, as far as entertainers are concerned, Lopez is a hell of an entertainer. He can entertain people. Raleigh Romero. Raleigh, if he can get out of these, gets out of these uh, sexual allegations, I think he can be a decent entertainer as well. Of course, he's he's sort of funny. I mean, any guy that wears fur in eighty degree weather, or like a hundred degree weather, you know, I'm gonna say he's trying to he's got an image problem. There's no doubt about that. But Javante Davis made fun of him. Say, bro, it, it's 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 hot as s h i you know what in here, and you're wearing furs. Anyway, that's 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 the Raleigh Romero story. Of course. He will be off until next year, I believe. And of course, I think if the sexual allegations are proved true, uh, do come true, I think he's going to be in some trouble. But unless somebody wants to come up with criminal charges and/or civil lawsuits, it's just talk. And right now, it's just talk. And I don't think they should have stopped the fight just basically on talk. He wasn't convicted. He wasn't charged. And you know, I think that's just the way it goes. In other words, if some girl wants to call Showtime on the phone and say, "You know what, Raleigh Romero was with me a year ago, and he roughed me up, this and that, blah blah." I'm not going to go with that. That's not enough for me. You want to do it in front of the police? You want to do a recorded statement in front of the police and make a charge, a criminal charge? Mm, okay, maybe I can get behind that a little bit more. But I can't get behind all these random uh, uh, charges. In other words, either you prove it or you don't. And if they don't prove it, you know, it's been a payday that's been lost for this guy. And I'm trying to say he can make it up. But who knows where Javante Davis will be in 2000. In 21, we don't know if he'll be 135 pounds. No, who knows? He may drop down to 130 once again and surprise everybody. Of course, Al Heyman and Floyd Mayweather calling the shots for Javante Davis. Is that good or is it bad? I don't know. I think Al Heyman's sort of been good for boxing and bad for boxing. And some of the good for boxing is that he pays fighters well. But some of the bad for boxing is he pays fighters not to fight. And what I mean by that is, case in point, Mikey Garcia. I mean, Mikey Garcia had a contract with top rank, Bob Arum's top rank. And I think it was for another year and a half, and he was induced to sit the contract out and not fight. So he didn't fight for a year and a half. And then when he came back with Al Heyman, it's been like fights with Earl Spence and fights that, you know, handpicked fights that he's lost. That he's lost, okay? So Mikey Garcia, by getting that, I was told it was $1.9 million, $1.9 bucks to sit off on the shelf for a year and a half. 
was that $1.9 million really worth it? Because it may have taken the time off your career. It definitely took away the hunger. I mean, he doesn't want to make 135 pounds anymore. Everybody, to make, to make it in boxing, you've got to get down to your lowest weight and fight guys at your lowest weight. You want to have some type of advantage in size and strength over guys. That's just the way it is. You don't want to be the inferior guy when it comes to upper body strength in a boxing ring. You just don't want to. And, of course, size matters in two things. Remember? pornography, and combat sports. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. Of course, some of you every Saturday and Sunday, live at 11 a.m. Pacific time. The Saturday show is one hour. Of course, you live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM Satellite, Radio Channel 217, and of course, live on Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel. I'll get to a couple questions after the break. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, with Pedro Fernandez. Yeah, Pedro, I appreciate it. Say a prayer for me, buddy. If there's anything I can do for you anytime, you let me know. Checking it out, watching the man with the fast feet. Down to the nightclub, Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the Window Replacement Hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the window replacement hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the window replacement hotline now. 800-685-2080. 800-685-2080. 800-685-2080. That's 800-685-2080. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. 
people who have felt your pain, they know what you're going through. This has to stop. I I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. My buddy Lenny Williams, I like to let the whole song go, but I ain't got enough time. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA, of course. Wow. Somebody just re uh, gave me a date to reflect on. September 19, 1980. It was, of course, the Olympic Auditorium, I believe, in Los Angeles, California, or the sports arena. One of the L.A. arenas. Bottom line is Olympic Auditorium. Lupa Pintor prevailed in a... <clears throat> WBC 118-pound Bantamweight title fight against Johnny Owen in the 12th round. And Johnny Owen, of course, was fatally injured in that fight. But according to some stuff that was just sent to me, Johnny was out cold on the canvas, folded over his legs at first like a butcher giraffe. There was an ancient stretcher, no resuscitation equipment, and somebody tried smelling salts. His body was placed like a sacrifice on the stretcher with tender care by his father and others in the corner. And then they face a gauntlet with their silent and still boy. Uh, the men carrying the stretcher were abused, had their pockets picked, were hit, kicked, and had urine and beer cups thrown over at them. They screamed back in hate, carried the kid, and made it through to the ambulance. Of course, he would die two months later. May he rest in peace, the great Johnny Owen. If there ever was a guy that didn't have a, box, a body for boxing, it was Johnny Owen. He was the skinniest guy, the most un... I mean, if a guy ever looked physically inferior as far as upper body strength was concerned, it was Johnny Owen. Not trying to say, they called, they called him the Matchstick. That was his nickname, the Matchstick. So, bottom line is, may he rest in peace, but that was a sad day in boxing, no doubt about that. Speaking of sad days, um, tonight won't be sad. I think that David Benavides will be a winner. And I think David Benavides, of course, is the heir apparent to uh, the next up-and-coming challenger regarding, besides Gennady Golovkin, to Canelo Alvarez, because outside of... You know, Mr. Benavides, who do we have? I mean, there isn't too many guys at 168 unless guys want to come down from 175. Canelo's not going anywhere. As far as uh, the Charlo brothers are concerned, of course, one's at 154. The other one's at 160. They hold WBC titles, both of them. They talk about greatness. And other guys, great talkers. Charlo's a fantastic talker. Demetrius Andrade, who fights next week, of course, on... Uh, on the zone, another great talker. All these guys do is talk, man. You've got to fight. You've got to put your name on the dotted line. You can't say, hey, look, I want to fight this guy. And then when it comes time to, you know, to fight or it's time to sign a contract, you know, oh, I'm doing other things. I've got other plans. Bottom line is, if you want greatness, you've got to go after it with an unbelievable amount of hunger. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. More, more, more Lenny Williams to the break here, of course. Nonito Donaire uh, going to run for president? No, no. Manny Pacquiao runs for president. Nonito Donaire and Manny Pacquiao not on the same page. I don't think Nonito likes Manny Pacquiao. Personally, I just don't think so. I never thought so. Anyway, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the Sunday edition. Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Larry Merchant and more tomorrow on Ring Talk Live Worldwide, Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific Time. 2 p.m. Eastern Time, live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio Channel 217, of course, Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel for the video stream. Until next time, Robert Hernandez, you're a trip. <laughs>